Welcome to The Whiny Entrepreneurs, a podcast for business owners who sometimes feel alone in the daily adventures of entrepreneurship. We're your hosts, Shelby Varghese and Danielle Moore. In the past couple years, you and I have talked so much about lead generators. Yeah. We're always talking about lead generators. Yeah. All the time. We've talked about how we're going to do them and then we just didn't. So finally this month, because of all the weird stuff going on with COVID-19 and being stuck at home and having a bit more time to work on our businesses, we decided with our results group to do an interesting little activity, which is basically setting up our lead generation systems. And that's it kind of includes everything from, you know, website content to making sure that we have lead generating PDFs and uh, mail campaigns, all that kind of stuff. But this lead generating PDF was kind of step one. So that was why we wanted to start with this project for our new format for the podcast too. It's been a really... It, it makes me excited for how well we're using this time to actually do something and work on a project and feel like we're moving things forward. And this has been a very interesting one because like you said, it's been on the list for many years and it seems like yes. it would be a simple task to do. But as we've discovered, as we've gotten into this is there's a lot more to it than just slapping together a PDF and putting it up. For this first project, we have, as we announced in our last podcast, is we're going to kind of focus on doing a project and something that's very practical. We're going to talk about our research and our resources that we used, all the different ideas that we had and what we finally landed on. And we're partway through the project now. So we're also going to talk about what it is that we've done so far and what we're hoping to see over the next little bit as we're tracking the project. Uh, as you may have guessed, our first project is lead generators, specifically lead generating PDFs. There's a lot of different types of lead generators, and we've decided just to focus our efforts here on a PDF. Which is a good starting point, I think, right? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we can talk about some of the different lead generators. There's everything from um, having a course to having a PDF to having quizzes. Yeah, exactly. Calculators. One of the girls in our results group has a, a really unique calculator, which I really like. Yeah, there's so many different ideas. So you don't have to get so hooked up on one option. There's many different options, which is awesome. We're specifically looking at a lead generating PDF that you can download off your website. And the purpose of this is to drive people to sign up for our email lists and while also giving them some value. Like you want to make sure that it's something that will be of value to them because then that will make them want more. Mm -hmm. Part of what kicked this off for our results group to start working on this, aside from COVID-19 and having more time to work on our businesses was I, there's a podcast that Danielle and I both listen to fairly regularly. And they kept talking about this book that they were writing. And then they started talking about how if you pre-order the book, you get a free, free access to a summit. And what this summit was, was a lead generator. They got people 
they used it as a lead generator to get people to pre-purchase their book. And I was there because I'd been listening to them for long enough to know that there's value in the work that they do. And this book, it talked about, well, it's marketing made simple. Uh, That's something that's very big on my mind is marketing and how do I market my business more effectively? And this summit was just what pushed me over the edge because, oh, I pre-order the book. Well, I get this free thing. And that's really what a lead generator in general is. And part of what kicked us off for making sure we start working on this and, and moving forward, among other things. So one of their, on the summit, one of their main courses or sections was specifically focused on lead generators and how to create one. So we did that one as one of our first activities as we were looking at our marketing. It was really, really interesting to see how to put one together and what you need to focus on. In order to get someone to click on something, even something free, it's actually harder than you would think. Because you're, you're thinking, oh, you're, you're give, I'm giving away a freebie, so everyone's going to want this. But you have to make it valuable enough that they want to invest the time in whatever it is that they have to do. Because typically a freebie is you have to do something. Mm-hmm. For example, the one that I created is a template. So you have to read through the guide that I give you and the example that I give you and then create your blog post using a template. So it is a little bit of an investment still on their part, which I think is important to remember because you have to word your copy surrounding the lead generator as well in a way that makes people want to click on it and makes people realize what that value is that you're offering. Oh yeah, it's so true because you're inviting them into your business and you want them to be engaged. You want them to want to come back and want more. And if you don't offer value, then they're not going to want more. And I think for both of our lead generating PDFs, they have to invest time in it. Yes, exactly. So Shelby, tell me what your PDF ended up looking like. So, so Shelby, just for context, Shelby finished hers (laughs) and I didn't. As usual, I'm I'm a little behind, but I ended up diving a lot deeper into it than I thought I would have to. Whereas I think you from the outset knew how in-depth you needed to go. So yours was a little bit more streamlined and you already have it uploaded and ready to go. So what did the process look like for you? The lead generator I ended up, and part of it was just coming into this time of being physically distant, staying at home a lot more. I realized a lot of people are going to want to jump into spring cleaning and getting into their closets potentially while they have time and while they're here. Plus being spring, oftentimes we change over our closet from our spring or winter to our spring wardrobe. So I decided to build my PDF around decluttering your closet and how do you declutter it. To me, it was very timely because people would need it. And it's something that they could do. Like there is that time investment that they have. But I don't know if you've ever had this, Danielle, but you look at your closet and you're like, I don't even know where to start. I know I need to Mm -hmm. start doing something here. I just don't know what and I don't know where. So then you don't end up doing it. And over time, you end up with all this stuff in your closet that you don't wear, you don't like, you don't feel great in. 
And so the purpose of it is to help someone know how to get started and the steps to take to make it really straightforward on how do you tackle your closet. And in all reality, you could use the same formula for anything in your home. It doesn't just have to be your wardrobe. I just focus it on your wardrobe. And I'd come up with a few different, like I made a list of, I don't know, like maybe seven or eight different topics I could do. And this is the one I ended up choosing to do because it's the most relevant right now. So that's something else to think about when you do it is what's timely. What is something that people will want right now and be interested in right now? Initially, when I created it, a lot of the documents I create, I create in Word. I have a template, branded template that I use, and I created it in Word. And I showed it to the results group, and there was some really good feedback of it's very wordy, and it might not be quite as eye-catching as, not that you necessarily see it before you download it, but you want people to use it. One of the girls suggested using a template in Canva and it was awesome because then I was able to create this very easy to read step by step and it kind of changed my thinking on even on how I presented the information and it was really, really helpful and valuable. It, it turned out looking amazing as well. And it, it also just formatted the ideas more clearly, which is really important because it needs to be, again, it needs to be easy, right? Easy to engage with. The The format ended up looking like the process, right? So that's the difficult thing about design, especially for me, because I'm not super visually talented. Content has to have a design to it. Um, it has to have a structure that you can follow with mm -hmm. the eye. So I think that was a really good set of feedback mm -hmm. for you. And it ended up looking fantastic. And I think the interesting thing, something that you said kind of sparked an idea for me is, you know, this is our first lead generator that we're creating, but I imagine that we're both going to be creating many more. You mentioned that you thought that it should be timely. And so the interesting thing might be to have differently generating PDFs throughout the year that are more applicable to different times of the year. Cleaning out your closet in spring is maybe effective, whereas when we're in back to school mode, maybe you'll want to create one about for college students specifically or, or a specific demographic or a specific time of the year seasonal thing that people like to do. I'm interested to see where this goes actually after we've finished this little project. I, it's like anything in business or in life really is it's getting started and once you get started then the ideas start coming and you can start thinking and dreaming and when you feel like okay I've actually done the thing and now I can build on that. And it's almost easier exactly. to build on it. Now that I have my PDF that's downloadable, it's on my website, people can start downloading it now. Okay, what's the next thing? Because that was a big task to even get to that. But point. now you have a templated process, right? And that's kind of what our idea is, even for changing the format of the podcast, is that we want to give people the templated process so it's a lot easier so that you can do the same thing that we did and not have to kind of hash out the details oh. as you go, which we have been doing. Like I said, mine mine is taking longer than I thought it would. So my lead generator is for a blog post planner mm -hmm. template. So people can use it to plan out their, their content in a way that is search engine optimized, but then also interesting and engaging and long enough. So I created the template and then I thought this doesn't go far enough. So I 
created the same. I just copied the template and did an example so that people could see how I would put together a blog post using those steps. And then I thought, you know, it's still not going far enough where people will be able to easily copy this process on their own. And it needs to be step by step. The part that is stopping me up now is that I'm also creating a guide to go with it, which is a lot more in depth. It's giving them specific free tools that I use. It's giving them specific places to go to do keyword research, to find, you know, resources that they need to get it done. That's why it's taking me a little bit longer, but it's going to be well worth it once it's all finished. Yeah, I can't wait for my next blog post. I'm definitely using your guide. One day you will be writing the blog posts for me, but until then I'm going to use this guide. I'm really excited for it because I write blog posts, but I don't know if they're valuable and I'm really excited to test out the, that formula and the process. And I think like what you just said too, you know, I'm going to use your template until I can pay you to write my blogs, which is exactly what you want a lead generator to do Mm -hmm. because you want to get people, um, loving your process specifically that you have and then it's adding value to your brand over time so even if that person doesn't end up ever coming directly to you you never know if they're going to say to someone hey I have this really cool like blog template and that person's like oh I really like this but I don't want to take the time to do it so they're gonna contact you right so that's that maybe is sort of the twisted way that you get a lead out of your lead generator oh, yeah I absolutely think that's a great way because then it's a really good tool for someone to be able to pass along to someone that's very tangible yeah. instead of just saying I know this great copy editor who can write you your blog posts where people will be like oh mm-hmm. there's lots no they can say here's a great tool that this copy editor gave and can write your Mm -hmm. blog post. Yeah, you're basically giving people the tool that they need to be able to sell your services. Yeah, and I think that both of us really have had to overcome the idea of like giving away all your secrets, right? It's still different when you're giving someone the tools you use and the process you use versus you're doing it yourself. One of the main things that I always say about my business is that I save people time, right? So there is still a time investment. As much as I'm trying to streamline the process for people so that it's not as frustrating with this lead generator, it's not giving away everything because I still come with a certain skill set. It's just giving away the process so that people can see, wow, this is a great process. I see the value behind the services now, as opposed to, I don't really know what a copywriter does. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like. Now they can actually understand and see what I'm doing behind the scenes. Yes, yes, that's so true because it can be this nebulous thing. And I think for your services and for a different way, my services, people can't picture what it is you do. And I think that by you putting this out, it's a way for people to be able to picture what is it you do? What is that value that you add? It's not just about putting words on the paper. It's about the specific words you put and how you lay it out and how readable is it to the audience and how is it going to help with your SEO? Exactly. So something that uh, I think we both did was in terms of if as part of our research into what does this look like? I know specifically for me, less about the, the tool itself, but about the process of it. How do I put it on my website? What does that look like? How, what's the process for actually once someone clicks on it, what, where does it take them? How do you do that? And this part was really frustrating for me. And I had to actually 
tell myself a few times through the process, I had to be like, Shelby, you've done this before. You've faced something that's really hard for you and you've figured it out. I thought you meant uh, you've done this before as in you've put a lead generator up before. I'm like, oh, why was it so hard? No. Well, Danielle, it wasn't hard for her, but. (laughs) Well, no, but I didn't do the full process like you did either, right? Because I'm not quite finished it yet. But but your process was good. So, yeah, this project ended up being more in-depth for us, right? Because you also had to set up a landing page. Mm -hmm. And then you also had to get it so that you had almost like a drip campaign. So an email goes out with the link to the PDF. So like that's a lot of pieces in a process to, to set yeah, up. And that's part of why something like this, sometimes those seemingly little projects actually are bigger than you think. And it's mm-hmm. easy once you get it set up, but it's the, okay, where do I put it on my website? What do I say about it? How do I, yeah. where does the link when you hit the button, where does that go? And then when you do that, how, like all of those pieces, I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, the technical pieces are tough. So in order to do some research, I know we both looked at some of the people who we knew had lead generators and we had already seen their lead generators before and kind of looked at how did they set it up and what was their specific process because you want it to be at a professional level, right? You don't want to put all this work into a lead generator and then just sort of throw it up however it goes. We both looked at some different examples. Shelby, who did who did you look at that you had kind of known had one of these? So Jenna Kutcher was someone who I knew had a lead generator. I signed up for a lead generator a while back and I actually ended up truthfully, I didn't find it overly valuable and I ended up being bombarded with emails after. So I ended up and actually, no, she she fired me, not her, but her system fired me because <laughs> I, I, I stopped opening the emails. And then I got these emails being like, OK, see you later. You don't open our emails. <laughs> so I was fired. And <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But she was someone who just came to mind in terms of when I'm thinking about, OK, who has a lead mm-hmm. generator? So I went to her website, and it's interesting because when we started this process, she had one lead generator, and it was the most, it's quite a nebulous tag that she has. It's grab my free 10-page guide packed with ideas, inspiration, and action to take today. Like, ideas and inspiration on what? That's what I don't know. Yeah, that's very nondescript. Yeah. You And you do. You have to be really specific about what you're giving to people, yeah. I think. Anyways, that's that's beside yeah, the beside point. the point. But you liked her process. I liked the process. So I looked at her website. I saw she had a banner on top with some of the information. And when you clicked grab the guide, it took you to a landing page, and then it had a bit more information about what what it was. So that's almost like an extra op- opportunity to sell it because at that point people are going to be like, "Do I really want this? I have to put my email address in. I'm going to end up on their email yeah. list." do I really want this? So it's an opportunity to then almost sell that document again. What's in it? What's, mm-hmm. what's the value for the person who's about to download it? Right. Because on your, on your website, it's just like a small banner. So it's kind of that little tidbit. And then once you go to the landing page, you get more detail and you get like a full description of like, this is why you want exactly. this. So you can go into more detail. I like that. Yeah. So it was it was really frustrating for me figuring out where do I set up the landing page? Do I have to get a different domain name for this landing page? 
what happens when someone goes there. What's the next step? And I ended up using MailChimp. This is not an ad for MailChimp, by the way. Just, there's a lot of other tools that you can use. That's just who I've been using for my newsletter. So I just decided to continue with using them for now. I'd also looked into the website hosts that I use. I looked to see if I could do a landing page there and it just didn't work out. So I ended up um, doing, using MailChimp. And then I, what I did was, because you can't have more than one audience, because I still have, you can just sign up for my newsletter. And so this was a separate one. Then I had to figure out, okay, how do I make sure that the people who click on this one get this email after they click with the link to the lead generator? And how do the people who sign up for the other one not get it? Mm, interesting. Yeah. And did you figure that out? Yeah. It took a while. I had some help. And... <laughs> are, you, are we going to be able to to write that process down for people we should actually okay <laughs> maybe we should there we go i mean it was basically i added a tag to it and i think that okay and that's what would trigger this email i have no idea what that means but we'll write we'll it down, write it down. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do another lead generator for the whiny entrepreneurs and you can you can download it yes yeah, you'll probably be able to see it in the show notes. Yeah. So it was a really interesting process to think through all the steps and the steps to take and what tools to use. And, you know, even try, sometimes I tried to think, okay, long term, what is it that I'm going to want? What is the, what is that going to look like in terms of if I want multiple, do I have to then start per, like purchase a platform that I can do more of this on and create the drip campaigns? And um, we'll talk in a different thing what drip campaigns are. We're, we won't get into those details right now since we're mm -hmm. focused on, on the lead generating PDFs. And Danielle, what was something that you went to to help you look for examples? So it's not really fully related to the lead generating PDF specifically, but it did give me some ideas about other lead generators that I'm going to try in the future. Not that you want to, again, you don't want to skip too far ahead in the process, but as I'm planning this out, I sort of came up with all of these ideas and that's just how it happens when you're being creative. So I kind of mapped out this long-term marketing plan that has a drip campaign that has multiple lead generators. So it's providing value at every touch point working up to that point where it's like, here's the sale. Do you want this? You know, so that, you know, you can kind of, you're not just like throwing that at people and you're not bombarding them because for me, you know, a drip campaign is not going to go on forever. Kind of like, like you said with Jenna Kutcher, she cut it off, which, you know, it's a good thing really, because you don't want to just harass people endlessly <laughs> and you don't want to make them hit the unsubscribe button almost. So for me, it's a very, like, it's four emails that I plan to send. The first being this first lead generator that I'm going to send out. The second being more of a guide style. The third being a mini course, which might come up in our later projects on this podcast. Mm -hmm. You never know. Mm -hmm. And then finally working up to, like, here's the, here's the products we offer. Or are you interested? Do you want to have a free consultation? That kind of thing. In mapping out the process, I wanted to look at sort of what are the options for different lead generation techniques that I can use. Yeah. And I guess you just beautifully explained what a drip campaign is. So 
Yeah, there we go. Back what I said about learning about it in a different episode. So exactly what Danielle just described is a drip campaign. Is you know basically giving little bits of information and having different almost touch points. Now, I've mm-hmm. done some where I've downloaded a lead generating item and I get harassed. I'll get like two or three emails a day. And Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. And these are clearly, or they appear to be very successful companies. And I'm like, I don't know who would want to subscribe to this. Yeah, that's too much. It's interesting because it depends on who you talk to. And some people believe in aggressive sales and some people don't. I think you and I both land on the not aggressive part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe sometimes that can hurt us in some ways but I also think that when you when you know who your ideal customer is and your ideal client is you you know they're gonna respond to certain things like I I do need to work on my sales and being able to share what I do and how we can work together however I I know I will never be an aggressive salesperson but you know how to and that's that's the difference between sales and marketing and I think we're you know we're looking at this more from the marketing perspective where it's it's not about asking for people's money it's about adding value and adding value and adding value until it's almost at a point where people are just so interested in what you're doing and what your brand is all about that they want to get involved and again doesn't have to be direct like all of this stuff that you're doing even if it's not going to have immediate or huge consequences this is a long-term strategy, right? And and it also might take some playing around, like testing, you know? they One of the other aspects of that Marketing Made Simple Summit that we're doing is advertising. And like, what does your advertising copy look like? Well, you need to test it, right? So if you're not doing A-B testing, you don't know what's working, what isn't. So I think it's kind of the same with this. I think we're going to have to diversify our approach a little bit and see what's hitting our target audiences the most. Because you can hit that huge audience, right? And everyone wants to download your template. Well, that's cool. But how do you actually make a difference for those people who you really want to work with? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think you touched on a key point in terms of having that, almost that hook. What is that title? And being able to do something that is not gimmicky, but will get people's attention. And that's what Mm -hmm. you want to have when, whether it's a lead generator that you're advertising or a lead generator like what we have on our websites that people will be able to see and then choose to download or not. It's having something that will pique someone's interest. So making sure you have that good title. And that's where having someone else to do this project with or at least get feedback from someone else is so important because like you said, you had that great feedback from someone in our results group it it made it you know 100 times more effective likely for for whoever's going to download it so it's it's easier if you can take this to your direct audience right like maybe even like here's a client hey like I want to offer this to you and you know let me know if it provides you with value it is it's so effective and it also has helped me and I think all of us get it done. Having that accountability has helped huge in getting it done. Yeah. Cause we've been, like we said, we've been 
wanting to do this for a very long time. And I mean, it's an ideal time, sure, but it's something that's important, right? Mm -hmm. It absolutely is. So as you know, I've put mine out there. It's on my website. I'm gonna, over the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna share it a bit more in my newsletter on social media, and I'm gonna test and see how it does. Do I get people downloading mm-hmm. it? Are they interested in it? That kind of thing. And then, uh, Danielle, you are at the point where you're just finishing up some stuff before you put it out there. So you will also get it out there and then test out how it does as well. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll put links to both of those in the show notes so that you can take a look at them if you'd like to, for an example, to see what we've done and uh, feel free to ask any questions on that kind of thing. One thing that I realized, Shelby, is that we haven't talked about our wine yet today. And it's, I think it's just because we're, we're distant, right? So we're doing long distance podcasting and it's changed our format like quite a bit and how, how we work. So we've had, we've had all kinds of crazy technical difficulties and that kind of thing. So, so what we've decided is that because it's really difficult to match up the wine that we're going to drink every couple of weeks, we're going to just bring our own selections and talk about what those are. Shelby, tell me about your wine today. It's so beautiful. The bottle is just gorgeous. Oh, it is such a beautiful wine. So I'm going to tell you the story of this wine before I share with you what specifically it is. A couple of summers ago, we were at, we have a family cottage in Quebec and myself and some of my family were there. And one evening we were down at the beach on, and we went out and we're sitting on the dock. I think a few people were in the water. The sun was just starting to set and my sister had brought down a bottle of rosé and we poured a bunch of glasses and we just sat there on this perfect evening. The water was pristine and the sun was setting above the hills and we were playing. We had a little music Bluetooth thing and we were playing sitting on the dock in the bay, which is exactly what we were doing. And it was just this perfect idyllic moment and this was the wine the wine I'm drinking today was the wine that we were drinking then and it's become one of our absolute favorites it's one that we love when we get together and so it's a rosé I as you've probably heard me talk about before it's only been in the last couple years that I've gotten into whites and even rosés and when I do drink them they need to be like more reflective of a red than a white, I find, because then the rosés will have more flavor. So this one is called Cote de Rose by Gerard Bertrand. It's a French wine, and it's a mix of Grenache, Syrah, and Cinsault, C-I-N-S-A-U-L-T. And it's, oh, it's just a beautiful rosé. It tastes very like full and lush, and you just wanna have it on the patio on a hot day and enjoy it with someone good. So it has a very, and it's a beautiful bottle. Like the bottle is. I was gonna say, it's so gorgeous. Uh, The bottle, the bottom of the bottle is a rose. It's shaped like a rose, the glass itself. It's unbelievable. Even the top, it doesn't have a regular cork. It has a glass topper and it's just beautiful. Wow, that is so fancy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually like the most beautiful wine bottle I've probably ever seen. Yeah. So I'm going to be buying that for sure. 
yeah, I'd like to keep it, but you can only have so many of these in your house, so. Mm. Keep one for me. Okay. I will. <laughs> I will. And I'm drinking a classic that we both actually really enjoy, which we we realized before we started recording. So I'm drinking the Dreaming Tree Crush. It's a 2017. It's just such a delicious, smooth wine. I just love it. I've had it a couple times before now, and it's just one of those ones that you you want to open right away mm -hmm. when you get it home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've actually been drinking that wine for, I, I want to say like five or six years I got onto it, and it's one yeah. of those reds that you can just drink anytime. You don't mm -hmm. have to have it with food. Anytime. It's really easy to drink, mm -hmm. and it's just delicious. So those are the wines. Those are the wines that we're enjoying today, so. I mean, we are going with classics that we know, so that's a little different than our usual too, because we usually try to branch out a little bit. And we might get back to that when we are able to record in person again, which hopefully will be in the next couple months. But in the meantime, we're just at home enjoying our classics. So if you, hopefully you're interested in creating a lead generating PDF and this gives you a little bit of insight or inspiration to go do it or just to do anything, get started. I mean, it could be any project that you're working on and hopefully it provides you some inspiration to go and get working on it and get started. And exactly. in a couple weeks, we will come back, we'll monitor things over the next couple weeks, and then we'll come back to wrap up the project and let you know what has happened. Yeah, how it went and what we would do differently next time and all of those fun things. We will provide some of our research and some of the resources we used in our show notes and obviously links to our lead generating PDF so that you can take a look at what we've done. So check out the show notes if you want to see some examples. And then I think that next time when we do our final episode on this project, our wrap up, we will um, have like a whole kind of how-to guide on how to do this so that you can sort of walk through the process with us. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay safe, stay entertained. Yeah, stay distant. <laughs> exactly. All right. Peace. Peace. Cheers. Thanks everyone for stopping by. We will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode of the Whiny Entrepreneurs.